Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So who are your friends? That was what I sat with today in the readings. And the readings were so powerful. Yet again, the more I read the word, the more the word reads me. I'm not going to read the readings to you, but I am going to go through kind of the ultimate power of God Almighty. So in Exodus 34, verse 29 through 35, this is where Moses came down from Mount Sinai. He had the two tablets in his hands and he didn't realize that his skin had become radiant when he talked to God. Aaron and all the other children of Israel were like, We cannot come to him because they were afraid because they saw his countenance, his face was glowing. And so when Moses called them near, they were obviously scared, but came and Moses would put a veil over his head. And then when he would go into the tent, he would remove the veil and have the conversation with God, just showing how powerful the Lord is. And how much that interaction with Moses and God changed Moses's face to become radiant. And then the responsorial psalm, holy is the Lord our God. It just reminds us to extol the Lord and to worship him at his footstool, how holy he is. That he came from the pillar of a cloud as he spoke to them and then gave them decrees and the law to follow? Holy is the Lord our God. And then I'm going to jump to the gospel, and Jesus is talking to his disciples, explaining the kingdom of heaven. It's like a treasure buried in a field. When a person finds it, he hides that treasure again, goes out in joy, and sells all that he can, and he buys that field. He also compared it to a merchant who is searching for fine pearls. And when he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. The majesty, the glory, the immense power and might of God is all over the readings today. And then the Alleluia. I call you my friends, says the Lord. 
for I have made known to you all that the Father has told me. Jesus is calling you his friend. God Almighty, the second person of the Trinity, is calling you and me friends, not servants and Lord, friends. So back to my question. Who are your friends? And I'm not talking necessarily about the people on the earth. Is God your friend? I remember when John Harper was still on Relevant Radio in the morning. He used to say all the time, The Holy Spirit is my best friend. You may speak directly to Jesus. You may speak to God the Father. You may not pray to the Holy Spirit often. You may pray to all three. But in the end, that is what I want you to think about, is God Almighty, this massive, powerful God who we see throughout the readings in very powerful ways, But then yet, so simple as to say, I call you my friends. And friends talk to friends. Friends confide in friends. Hopefully friends have good trust. And you've got some real experiences with true friendship in your life. I know I'm not always the best of friends. I get caught up in my own life. God has truly changed me in ways that I never thought possible. I used to be a gossip queen, especially at work, where I would call some people my friends. Yet I'd talk about them behind their back. Wouldn't necessarily keep things confident, confidential. And then God has given me that beautiful grace and took the scales off of my eyes to show how horrific that was. To stop and identify when I'm starting to talk about people, whether they're friends or my family. And to have that respect and that trust and that confidence that somebody can come to me and I will be there with love and prayers and God and never share what they share with me. This is the most beautiful thing in my faith coaching practice that is amazing. I don't even talk to my husband about anything. It's me, God, and that person for that time, and then my continuous prayers, it's incredible. So this morning, we are in this 
drought. We are not as bad as the West is, but we are certainly not having the rain that we should in the farmland, corn country. <laughs> and it poured. I wake up, I look at the clock. It's 3.33. Rain is coming down, thunder and lightning. And I just thanked Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We need this so bad. Thank you. Thank you. And as the thunder kept coming and the lightning kept waking me up, every time I would just say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. So as I came up to pray, I opened up the blinds and I saw this reflection on the sidewalk. It was orange. And I thought, we don't have a street light right outside of our house. What is that? So I look up into the sky and the whole sky is completely cloudy, like rainy day cloudy, except for this big white puffy cloud, clear as day with the orange sun that's coming up that I can't see but it's hitting this cloud and it's reflecting this incredible orange glow across the whole, you know, kind of street and neighborhood. It was so beautiful. And I just said, thank you, God. What a beautiful morning. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for helping me see this gorgeous creation around me seeing you in my life. I was thanking him as I was making food. I was uh, at my prayer this morning was so incredible. Because of that moment that I saw that beauty in that cloud and what it did to the earth and how it just came out of nowhere. And I just sat and I just loved God. It's these moments in prayer that are incredible because yesterday, not so much. A rushed kind of prayer morning, a little bit of anxiety with stuff that's kind of going on in my life, lots of deliverance of anxious thoughts and worry and fear. And I know a lot of you struggle with that relationship with God. We say it a lot. Oh, you need to have a personal relationship with God. And that really just means, is he your best friend? Are you going to him always telling him your deepest desires, your needs and your wants, asking him for prayers to be answered in times of trial and tribulation and praising and thanking him for moments like an awesome prayer morning with him, for moments of beauty out in nature, for your very faith. Because he calls us friends, because he told us everything that the father wanted us to know and passed it on through Jesus. Today, let's look at God as our best friend. 
Let's live in the spirit of joy and love. And let's remember friends help friends. So when you're feeling anxious and you're feeling worried or you're feeling resentful or you're feeling angry or you're just tired, you're just wore out, your lack of patience, whatever you're struggling with, use the power of your friendship with Jesus. Use his name and deliver those spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind the spirit of fear, anxiousness, worry, harassment. That's a spirit that harasses you with the same thought over and over again. Maybe it's guilt. Maybe it's shame. I strongly recommend you get the Father Ripperger book, Delivery, Deliverance Prayers for the Laity. And unfortunately, I know because I've, I've got a coaching person in Ireland and this book is not available on Amazon, so it's difficult to get if you're out of an, in, in another country. So I apologize for those who are listening elsewhere other than the United States and even possibly Canada. Because if you can get that book, you've got the spirits. There are hundreds of spirits that attack us, and you would be surprised at the ways and the shapes and the forms that they come in. But let's go back to the prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirit of X, and I command you to go to the foot of the Holy Cross for Jesus Christ to pour his precious blood on you and to receive your sentence, never to come back again. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus, please pour out your blessings on me. Pour out your grace. Please help me be filled with your love, filled with your peace, filled with your joy, your patience, your temperance, your kindness, your generosity. Fill me with your spirit and your zeal for the love of you. Friends, help each other. And Jesus is your best friend and he is waiting to help you. The Holy Spirit is your best friend and is living within you. God, the Almighty Father, is the creator your ultimate best friend. So let's find some time today to talk to our best friend, to thank and praise our best friend, and to know that our best friend is here to walk with us and to battle the evil that only wants to take us away from our best friend. I call you friend, says Jesus. So let's go to him always. And let's pay attention to how our body feels, how our, our soul is refreshed, how we have a different outlook on the world around us and the craziness because we've got this best friend who is always with us, 
We are never alone. And if you feel that loneliness, I want to encourage you to talk to, to God instead. Speak out loud. Laugh with him. It's not crazy. And the more you do it, the more you'll feel his presence. The more you will feel your spirit enlighten. The more you will feel that you are comforted in the times of trials and the, and the bad times. Because you can press into Jesus. You could say, okay, I need my best friend right now. Always there waiting. It's just us who don't reach out. I love you all so much. Let's reach out to our best friend. Speak to him, talk to him, thank him, cry to him, love him all day today. Have a blessed and inspired day.